Good Friday, everybody. It is Rob from Launch Universe. We are going to do an Everyday Heroes video here. We got a good topic today. We got a guest. We got cool stuff. Let's get into it. Excuse me. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rob, host of Alter Universe Live and Alter Universe Everyday Heroes. This particular show covers the topics that may not be so fun to talk about, but are very important to know, learn, and discuss. And today, because mental health uh, advocacy is what I do or what I try to do, we're going to talk about what that is, what that means, what it means to us, and how we can use it to help others. So the final question of the day is going to be, what can we do with mental health advocacy to promote the importance of mental health? So we're going to give our uh, uh, guest a minute to pop on. But as always, I do like to try to do some research. So the first thing that I came across, because NAMI is one of my favorite uh, websites, is one of their blogs about mental health advocacy. And really quick, I just want to want to read their sentence of what it means to be a mental or what a mental health advocate is. And they said those individuals who do not wear capes, but who work tirelessly every day to share their stories and, uh, and help those who are struggling, they take the risks, they show their vulnerability by telling the truth in hopes of encouraging someone else. So I will, uh, I, I already linked to NAMI a lot, so I will put NAMI back up. Um, we will go over uh, later some ways that we can, uh, you know, you can do it. But remember, the question we're gonna end with is, how we can use advocacy to help greater or help the greater good of <coughs> excuse me, excuse me, of mental health. All right. So without further ado, all the way from the other side of the country, we got our buddy Annie back from Geek Salad. Hey, showing I'm, some love with I'm the shirt. Back, awesome yeah. guys, much appreciated. Um, just got back from the gym, and I'm like, I don't want to wear my sweaty clothes, so I'll put the, I'll throw this on instead. Ah, there you go. I love it. All right, guys. Um, so actually, and actually, that's kind of one way that you can advocate as well through using product uh, as, as something too. So the, the definition from NAMI was it's those people who are the quote unquote real superheroes who basically take time out of their lives, share the details, the very intimate details, I would say, and hopefully uh, get the point across the importance of mental health. So, of course, you have people like NAMI, you have the National Institute of Mental Health, you have um, Mental Health of America, you have a whole slew of, of people that do this, and they do this for a living. And those people are the advocates, yes, but those are the companies. Those are the ones that are big enough now that you know them by name. You know, celebrities will, will work with them. A favorite of mine, Mayim Bialik, she is a big um, advocate for NAMI. She always tweets them out on her personal um, account. But then you got people like Clark Gregg, who everybody here knows from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who also did some videos on uh, No Stigma. So those companies do it well. But really, I think today the important one is going to be how the, the normal, the, the people, my hair is crazy right now, the normal people um, can, do, to, can do work. So I, I know what I do. I mean, the, the video series I'm doing really is for that, is to share the details of, of me to get people hopefully more activated on doing so. Um, I know you guys, most of your podcast is strictly the, the nerd stuff, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, do, do you, you know, your family or anything, do anything that would consider advocacy in, in the mental health world? 
Um, I mean, in terms of my own family, not really. Uh, mostly advocacy that we do and something that I, I like to bring up when I have conversations. You couldn't have timed this any better, Rob, because currently um, I have taken the lead on a project that I'm doing through work, which is about okay. the well-being of um, our, our employees, our people. And that is, um, we, 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 we've talked with the leaders about it and how they can know the warning signs of physical and mental distress. And now we're, we're actually developing a, a program for our employees to do it. So perfect timing on this. So one thing that I like to talk about and something I, unfortunately, I don't feel like I practice enough, which adds to my own, like my own anxiety, um, that the first thing you need to do before you can even become an advocate for somebody else is to take care of yourself. Um, I liken it to being in an airplane. You know, and we see, you know, we get a little cool laminated fold out if it's been a while since you've been in an airplane. There's this thing called fold outs. And they used to do this thing called the safety dance that would teach you all these different things. Um, but they tell, they instruct you to put your air mask on before you can help anybody else. And why is that? The reason why is because you can't be a help to anybody else if you can't breathe, if you aren't getting the air for yourself. And it, it comes down to you need to take care of yourself before you can anybody else. Um, so that could be anything from being, you know, walking away from the computer. Uh, for me, a big stress, I have, I, the two big stress relievers I use is exercise. Um, uh-huh. I try to at least do a half hour's worth of, of activity where my heart uh, elevates above a certain point um, and music. Uh, today has been a very stressful day for a number of reasons. My wife works in a public school. We are dealing with this TikTok nonsense right now. So she is a ball of nerves. I am trying to help her out. And meanwhile, it's right. kind of like sapping that that energy. So today is exclusively records. Talking to you right now, I've already gone to the gym. The rest of the day, while I work on the stress that I have to deal with through work, will be records, something just to put me in a good mood, something that'll get me just kind of like, and also it, it forces me to, to get up, to flip the side and do and switch the album. It's not just passively listening to music. If you can actively listen to music, I find right. that that helps. Well, no, and, and, and I always say, I always appreciate you on. So I know it's it, the, the one thing I do appreciate for those, you know, who come on the show, it's definitely you're taking the time out of your day to do so. And that right there means a lot to me as well. Uh, but going to your original thing of taking care of yourself, I mean, I'm sure you've read my blogs and my my podcast. The things, mm-hmm. the I, I always tell people, if I'm not able to do something for for me, how am I going to help you know help you uh, right. do something? And it is very stressful. You know, I told you off screen, and we've talked on screen. I mean, you know, I deal with anxiety. Uh, generalized anxiety disorder, which is a whole slew of fun right there. Um, mm-hmm. OCD um depression um i will even admit to you know two subtle tendencies in the past and even once in a while that too it's a lot of scariness right there and again i know those are a lot of trigger words so i apologize for kind of shooting them all out to people so my, my apologies there yeah. but it really is it, it it needs to be said because as much as i want to do what i'm doing for others i do have to make sure i don't burn out and burnout i think is the biggest word right now everybody's favorite term because if you you know if you 
can't function, you can't do anything. Um, and I do give props to those out there and not, you know, like, like, like your wife, not just literally in the hospital setting, but in the school hospital setting, that's just as bad as working in a big time, sur you know, surgical place. So anybody who is doing something related to the medical profession and one way, that's got to be the worst thing to be doing right now for anybody. Um, and I give props to that because I know myself, I would not be able to, you know, function in that in that um, job description, um, which is why I do podcasts, because that's what I can do. Um, but, you know, you're right, you have to, you have to advocate for yourself. And the one thing I'll bring up, I'm because I'm a big Pokemon Go player right now. And right now, we all hate that company. You know who we the name we shall not speak of. Right. Um, but I literally, and again, I'm, I'm at a point now where it's almost kind of like I'm talking to a wall because I try my best to yell out to them and be like, dude, do something. And they don't care. And unfortunately, I was talking about the last time with my wife, you know, businesses don't have to tell you things anymore. We, we're in a country here where businesses don't really have to tell you why they're doing it. They can just do it because that's, that's the law. It's freedom of speech or whatever. Um, and it's unfortunate because it's hard to advocate when the people you're trying to advocate to or for, they don't give the time of day to respond back. And it's like, are we, what's the purpose? You know, I, I will sit here and say, what's the purpose sometimes when I'm not getting any uh, feedback or response because they don't care and they don't have to care. And again, I get it. That's the job, the, the business plan. They don't need to do anything. It's not their job to do their job. Um, but you, but the, the, the music, the exercise, I do that too. Every day I try to do at least 30, 45 minutes. I hop on YouTube. I find one of those 15, 20 minute, you know, I, I did a high intensity one yesterday. My legs are killing me. It was like jumping jacks <laughs> and squats. And I, I hate it at the time, but afterwards I feel so much better mentally because I just got up and I made myself move. Music is great too. Um, when it gets better weather, it's kind of been on and off here, taking the dogs out for a walk you know, getting back out to do something. It doesn't matter what you do, just do something. And and what I noticed, at least on the videos that I watch exercise wise, these the doctors that do these videos, they're like, if you can only do five minutes, do five minutes. Five minutes is better than zero minutes. Mm -hmm. um, but I know we're kind of getting off the thing there, but I, I you, it's, it's a funny word because the, the NAMI and all of them basically say advocates are the people that, that take the time to do for others, but you are right. You have to take the time for you so you can do that for others. If that yeah. makes any sense, you know, that's, that's the deal. So what, what are we doing wrong? Maybe that we could be doing better to maybe increase the, the, I, the function. I feel the bit, the first thing that you have to understand when you're, um, when, when you're looking at this in terms of this is a scale. Because again, you have to fill your cup before you can fill others. Um, it's just, this is not, I think the biggest issue socially we come up with is that the mindset is if I focus on myself for one iota, I am being selfish. And we right. need to break ourselves of that mindset. Um, because that's the first step to understanding that I'm, you know, I'm not well, I'm not feeling right. my best. I'm not feeling like I can help anybody else right now. 
So being able to just take that step back and, and being there. And then when you, when you feel like you can do it, then you can go and you can do it. And it might be, you might, your, your, your cup might only be three quarters full, but at least that's better than being empty and being drained and having right. that mental yeah. anguish that you, that people have, because again, it's like, you know, especially as, you know, as, as husbands, partners, a spouse, um, anybody who who is in a partnership of any sort is always trying to um to help and fix the uh, their partner they want them if they come to them with issues they want to be there but it's impossible to do and then if you're not doing that if you're not going up you're going to begin resentment you're going to begin wondering when is it going to be my turn um and like i said i'm terrible at this um, I'm just literally terrible with this because I, I am just one of these people that I aims to please, uh, <laughs> you know, so it's something I try to tell myself that I'm not being selfish. If I, if I can't, not so much that I don't want to deal with it because we do still have real life responsibilities, but being right. able to take that moment to breathe, to do something mindful that might just take two to five minutes. Um, one thing I have found, especially for all of us who work at home and don't have a lot of access to activity, uh, whoever you use for, bless you, whoever you use for your web browser, uh, most of them are going to have a wellness uh, extension. Oh, um, okay. So I'm very fortunate that my work has taken uh, mental health very seriously. Physical and mental well-being is insane because if you think three years ago, three, four years ago, we were all of, of a mind that, you know, you leave your problems at the door and you can pick them up on your way out. You are here right. to work. And that's not how, that's not how you can be efficient. That's not how you engage in, in your job and how you engage with your, your with your peers. Um, but I love it. If you, if you can find a wellness extension, what it will do is do set your timings and all that fun stuff. Uh, and it will remind you every two hours to do something. It'll tell me, oh, okay. get up, do 20 jumping jacks look away from your terminal for 20 right. seconds blinking just look as far away from the electronic screen as possible you know you're still gonna work um but do that take care of yourself for even these small little bite-sized pieces of time um before you no, can I... jump in and try to put out all the all the family fires all the anxiety that we all all face now you know right no and and the, the big you know the biggest thing i call it the superhero syndrome or otherwise it was altruism um mm-hmm. it's you know i don't want to go and tell you know my wife the problems that i have because i don't want to be the burden that i think i am and unfortunately that's less of an advocate than more of an advocate because you just hold it all in and like you said there's the resentment but more importantly the the physical you know i now kind of have permanent you know uh, bad stomach because of the anxiety. I call it anxiety stomach because it's, yeah. I hold it in so much that I, you know, you get nauseous, you get, you get a headache. Um, and I'm very blessed to have her as my wife, you know, she like, she, and she doesn't need to know the answers. The fact that she will just sit there and listen, or, you know, give me a hug, give me a hand, what, whatever, that's all you need. And I'm slowly learning that in order for me to kind of do this better, I have to admit the, the the faults and the defeats when you do. And, you know, and it's funny because we, you, being the nerds we are, we can throw this in. When you look at a, a character, they are more defeated than we think. They're, they're not always perfect. In fact, they're really never perfect. They're really more right. messed up than we think they are. 
And you kind of forget how when you watch them in a movie, you read them in a book, you're like, oh, wow, they're amazing. They can do whatever. But you don't think about the, you know, when they're at home and they're not doing their job, what's going through their mind. And it's probably not good. I mean, they're probably going a little bit crazy because they're like, oh, my God, I got to go do this again. I'm already at 8 o'clock. Um, so yeah. they're, they're advocating. And, and again, and I think people have been said, people like Lee and Kirby who draw the stuff, they're ones that really were trying to give you the mental health in a way that people can understand it. They were trying to draw characters so people would actually learn how to how to do without having to read a you know a very long textbook um so you know and it doesn't always work i'm not saying every author and director is great at their you know learn teaching skills but when it comes to comic books i think that it's a very good advocate for people that might not want to read or might not want to necessarily learn via google and that takes takes us back to the original question. It's like, what what is it that we are doing or not doing? What do we have to do? And and like I said, the final question is, what what do we need to do to make this better for everybody else? And I don't know. I don't know if there's one individual answer. Do you think there's any cohesion? There's really no. Um, the, the thing is, is that we. For, for guys like you and I, who grew up in a time when it, was, it wasn't ideal, you know, to, to tell people how you were feeling, it, it's still, we're still kind of like, we're still treading new ground. Um, right. What we try to do, so I can give you the example of my, my daughter's generation. We, we, we talk about this a lot more. We're trying to get out of her more because when I was 13 years old, we didn't talk about how I felt. You know, if if I was showing immediate signs that I was going to do myself harm, then we'd have a talk. But um, with my daughter, right. it's this constant. We, we constantly try to make sure that she's she knows that there's an open avenue to talk. And I've, I've told her straight up, listen, you are feeling the things that I feel daily. It's okay. Let me know so I can I can help you with that. But in terms of it being like, I don't feel like there's any one way to do it. I think that you need to look at what you could do to best help yourself get there, and then listen for the solutions of, you know, don't don't focus on a solution more than focus on the steps that you can take to to help somebody. Don't ever. I figure out, okay, well, my wife is coming home and it, it was a really stressful day. Um, you know, we've got to, you know, we got to deal with the bills, uh, right. something to go out and make, you know, that kind of thing. Don't just, you know, telling her everything's going to be okay, get through it is, is great. It just shows that you're there and you're paying attention, but also don't, Sometimes you can't fix the issue and they're not looking for you to fix the issue. Right. They want, they just need vent. They need someone to talk to. Um, so the solution's not always there. The solution might just be, I just need to let off that steam. Um, this is not a personal attack on you, even though I'm raising my voice and yelling right now. Um, this is just something I am dealing with. I don't know how to deal with it. The best thing you can do is to just listen to me. And I think that's the, the first step. And I think right. that across the board, you know, I said that there's really no cookie cutter way to, to say how we do this, but I think across the board, listen first. If they're if they're looking for a solution, then try to work together to find that solution, and don't just say, "Well, this works all the time for for me." I don't know why it's not working for you. 
No, and actually, and again, I, uh, I tend to, every night we have nightly chats. Basically, the mm -hmm. question is, she asked me, how would I describe my day? And I sit and I sit there and I think, what would be a couple words to describe what I did? And you're right. I do, you know, sometimes vent. I mean, I'm holding in about 15 years of things. I'm 36 now. I'm holding in about 15 plus years of stuff, not because I wasn't allowed to, because I, I was, I mean, my parents would have been thrilled if I came to them and did whatever. Yeah. I just, I didn't know what was going on. I just thought I was weird. I thought I was different. I didn't know why the hell things were going as they were. So I'm now, I'm now, I'm now an adult, but I'm literally learning as if I was 15 going up to now. And you're right. And when it comes to talking it out, that, that is advocacy in a nutshell. You listen, you talk, and you just, you, 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 you sit and you think. You don't have to have the answer, like you said. You don't have to have a solution. You just sit there and go, okay, what, what's, what's going on? What, what are you feeling? You let them do their thing or vice versa. You ask them what they're feeling. You let them do their thing. And then you say, okay, what can we do? You know, do you, do you want something to do something? If they don't need anything, then great. You can just, you can say, Hey, I'm happy to listen. I'm happy to uh, shoulder whatever. And yes, when, when you are prepared, you know, NAMI has a list of places you can, you know, uh, petition to, you can volunteer with, you can, you know, send in money for, there's so many things you can do, but I think weirdly enough, I think I kind of backwards the question right now, because I think weirdly, Mental advocacy doesn't start or doesn't work well until you know what it is you want to do. And once you have an idea of your happy or your well-being, then you can say, hey, maybe, and, and this is, like I said, this is the reason why I do the videos, because maybe yeah. somebody somewhere across the world is listening to this and going, hmm, interesting. I'm not expecting to solve their problem. And in fact, I know I'm not going to solve their problem. Right. But if somebody somewhere can smile or go, huh, that's kind of cool. I've done my job for the day. And that's really the, that's really the advocacy. So I think for me, and I'll, I'll end with you in a minute. I, I think for me, the advocacy question is in order to advocate for others. And you said at the beginning, make sure you're okay. And the, my favorite quote right now is it's okay to not be okay. And if you're understanding yeah. that and you're okay, that you go through life doing your, your the difficulties you have, then you are 50% there already. And you have already cut out half of the problem. Um, right. So I'll give you the last word really quick and then we will wrap up. So what's your- uh, All right, so my last word also, and this is just a piece of advice I'd like to give you is that um, check, you know, if your employer offers any type of employee assistance programs, they usually will give you, HR will give you a number of different resources if you don't have somebody to talk to, um, mm -hmm. especially because these, these are provided by your employer. They are, they're usually wrapped into your, your health insurance program too. So right. double check with your employer and, and get the, those things. They're not, I, I tell a lot of the people I work with, do not, this is, don't treat this like it's the, uh, the tool of last resort, you know, in case of emergency break glass, use EAP. You have these at the ready. Uh, they have helped us um, mainly in dealing with grief. Uh, over when, when we lost my father-in-law last year, they have been very helpful in terms of giving not only my, my wife, myself, a grief counselor right. um, to talk to when we ha we've, ha we've had those issues. So it's definitely worth looking in. Um, I, you know, use the every all of the resources that Rob has mentioned are fantastic, especially if you are freelance. If you don't have health insurance through your employer, um, but do do something, you know, that list of things you need to do for yourself before you can help other people. 
do that thing. Make that part right. of your of your mental checklist and do it. Perfectly said. All right. So I will go ahead. I'll get some of the links up afterwards so people can check them out. But yeah, there are plenty of phone numbers and a lot of, and like you said, a lot of it's free to call. Um, if you just need to chat, if you need some information. And I always say um, the videos here are not for curing or prescribing. So if anything is going on, obviously the first person you want to get a hold of is your primary, is your you know therapist, whoever it is you have. Yeah. And they will have a slew of uh, reading, uh, phone numbers, whatever it is you need they'll be able to do it. But we are very glad that you guys do come and watch. Uh, for everybody who wasn't able to watch it live, you can check it out on replay on Twitter and YouTube. Of course, don't forget these guys over here, the Geek Solid Podcast on Twitter and YouTube and all that good stuff. Yeah. As for next time, we appreciate you always coming on. We will get this guy on very soon. Uh, please, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, stay happy, stay nerdy. I think I got them all. And may the force. Uh, yeah, yeah. Be with you all. All right, guys.